Hi, my name is Adedeja Adeome. If this is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, Godly Council is a place where we preach on the related word of God, we preach and we teach on the related word of God. Um, it's a place where we actually um, build the relationship gap between God and you. Yes, God and you. You need God every day, no matter how chattered, battered, or unholy your life can be. You actually need to keep running back to God when you find yourself in the sin and iniquity. You're not meant to find yourself. Even though you said, I've sinned too much, I want to give up on God, let me go to the devil. Well, that is what he's been looking for since. So, we're not going to give the devil the room. We're still going to be the person um, God wants us to be in the mighty name of Jesus. So, thank you for having me. So, we started a series called The True Riches. And this is going to be the part two. Of course, I wanted to make it one part, one episode, but it's coming to the episode two. So, um, thank you. Um, if you have not listened, listen to episode one. Of course, I'm going to quickly do a recap on it. One of the things we need to understand is that relationship is very key to the true riches, and then we understand that uh, we need to build relationship and we need to build capacity for responsibility, and then ways that we need to actually. Uh, let people to benefit from our riches here on earth because it's only on earth is not going to live here with us it's going to stay here so even though anybody dies and money is being put in the coffin it's not that it's going to transpire no not transpire out into the spiritual realm and it's to be funny the demons here on earth and the angels and the holy spirit that are here on earth or in the spirit that cannot be seen physically don't spend money <laughs> so we are the one we spend so everything we do with the resources we have on earth is just to make sh- suit the body and make the body to be better, better the worship exactly so um so those are well, that's one of the things to see the true riches and to see one of the things that we need to do is giving we have to be able to give and then um, of course i'm going to come back on giving because i know there are different giving some of us will look at the salary or earnings will come in every month or every week or every day and we start calculating what should i give or the first fruit and all that uh, trust god to actually go into that teaching and so that we can understand what we need to do so today we're going to be looking at the part two and i'm taking my scripture from luke 12 13 to 21 new living translation there's someone called from the crowd teacher please tell my brother to divide our father's estate with me jesus replied friend who made me judge over you to decide such things as that on just this Luke 12 13 to 14 I can preach for the next two hours by the grace of God anyway you know what because this person asked Jesus one question that tell my brother to give me and Jesus clearly stated that nobody made him a judge over that that who made me judge over you to decide such things as that one of the statements of jesus the reason why i said it can take two hours if you start looking at it from the angle of judgment there's nowhere written in the scripture that jesus is going to judge us <laughs> even james even put it like the tongue 
our tongue is going to be the one that will speak against us in the, in the end time. You speak against us in that throne of judgment. It's unruly, it's uncontrollable. That's what he said. It's a wildfire. There was no place so striking that Jesus is going to be the judge that's going to sit and judge everyone. It's God that's judge. Oh my God. Even Jesus said he doesn't know the time. He said it's only the Father that knows the end of the time. Excuse me. It's only the Father. Nobody knows. So this man calling out Jesus, Jesus here is actually stating it clearly of his job functions. And I want to tell you that one of the things about uh, uh, true riches is your job functions, is your place of assignment. That is your true riches. <laughs> what comes from it is called reward. The people coming to bless you or the business um, outburst or breakthrough or expansion or the job creation or the job everything it is it is a reward for your labor and your love It is your reward for your labor in love. The, for you to fall into the true riches, you need to take on the assignment and the purpose of where you are called and stay in the place of where you are called in love. And then reward will come. Reward is not the true riches. It's when you do the purpose. What do, why do you think a man with a lot of riches being appraised uh, 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 to the bill? what billions of dollars and all that we still tell you i want to go for the political seat why why do you think some of them even strive to become the richest man in the world because that is the place of purpose to be able to feel that sense of fulfillment that i'm doing something in my life is a great riches it's the true riches that we need to follow we need to align our thoughts we need to align ourselves with if you find yourself not fully feeling fulfilled in what you are doing, it's because you have not fully found the true riches for yourself. That is the place of assignment and focus. Jesus was the judge for us in sin to ensure that we don't kill rams and all that to go through the what the appropriation of cleansing our sin. No, it became the sin so that we were not sinner. That is this place. It's not even the place of healing. If Jesus has settled to the signs and wonders he has shown on earth, I at the day Jadeomi will not be doing this. But he focused on the place of his assignment. He focused on what God has called him and he excelled in it. And that is why I can be here to be teaching God's words. God's word. That's why I'm here. That's why I can be freely take on this topic and teach you by the help of the Holy Spirit. Because there will be no Holy Spirit to be helping me. So, Jesus here understood his place. He said, who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that? It is not in his place. 
it is it is there are some things that are not in your place no matter how you acquire all the knowledge and skills about it they are not in your place i know some preachers that are also musicians that are music worshipers and they are doing very great when it comes to the music the sings and all that but you will call the person that is core in music and will be able to attract a numbers of people crowd to come to sing worship but the preacher and the singer at the same time in one man can decide to switch to do say i just want to do worship this night and you won't say the number that you'll see in that person because they are true to their calling and that is the true riches you need to come to that realization and not to be confused about what god has called you to be but to be sure that this is it and i'm not telling only you i'm not teaching only everything i'm saying here i'm teaching myself also not to come to the place of confusion and say oh i think this is what god called you need to stay calm jesus had the power to say your brother take your brother give he had the power you know why because he has a great influence influence is power he has a great influence he has done so many miracles he's so uh, 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 praise the lord uh, he, he sat about five thousand people down for three days without food and you are telling me that is not influence <laughs> I dare you to organize a crusade that you want just to want to be teaching people and for three days they have not taken in food jesus today announced that if you are coming down here make sure you fast no they were following oh my they were following jesus and they got to the point and jesus sat them down and told them and begin to teach Jesus saw the crowd that was with him. It's the first thing he said is, you sit down and he taught them for three days. After the teaching for three days, he now said, hey, they've not eaten. Now he doesn't want to send them back empty. That great influence can make you become a king of a sudden. You have that great influence. You can, tell, you can go to social media and just do I and the millions and billions of people are commenting and saying hi. Hello just say hi they are saying hello because why you are marco that is a great influence and a power i dare you try it and say you want to teach people paul the apostle was teaching people at night and one person fell down and died and he went there and they raised him up and the guy became alive and they continued his teaching that is great influence <laughs> but paul said he was being sent to the gentiles called to his mission called to his purpose you need to be called to your mission and your purpose what is it you are called you can't be everywhere you can't be this and this and this and and of course when i said i we expect to excel the our excelling is not the reward I, I i like emphasizing this our excelling is not the amount of money you're making 
our excelling is the fulfillment of the purpose that God has placed in your heart. The things God placed in your heart and you are doing it and it's aligned with your spirit and the joy keeps coming and you cannot just control. The joy keeps coming. The joy of the Lord becomes your strength every day, every minute, every second. That is it. But because if you stay on the reward and you think the reward is the excelling factor, it is not true. Because if you want to look at the reward, even the people in the world are getting rewards. Somebody can be an atheist, doesn't believe in God, will take a call all through the night and come up with an invention that is going to wow the whole world and then he will get reward for it. But at the end of the day, there's something within them that they are still not doing enough. That's why they will decide to buy all the companies, buy everything, have own everything and still something is saying. You are still not there. Praise the Lord. Let me stop there. <laughs> like I said, this can take me for the next one hour. Thank God. So now, chapter 14, Jesus replied, Friend, who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that? In chapter 15, then he said, Beware. Guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you beware. Guard against every kind of greed. If you have not guarded, guard your heart against every greed. You are not going to enjoy true riches. It is an obstacle for you to enjoy true riches. Because the greed in your heart, oh my God, oh shatter. And look at the scripture. Jesus did not say there will be no greed. <laughs> it is a take the greed out. It's a guard. Guard means that it's there, but guard it from making it to come alive. There is a gate, <laughs> and there are securities, and there are people at the gates that want to force themselves to enter, and they will. And the uh, and person in authority is telling the guard, is telling the security to guard the gate and ensure nobody comes in. That's what's happening. He's there. So that means that every man or woman is at the liberty of greed. What differentiates you is you are being able to guard it. And allow the Holy Spirit to teach you how to guard greed. Of course, we are going to teach on greed. That's why I say, pray for me that God continue to help me to bring the word to you. Greed is a whole lot of things. Some of us feels like we know greed, we know how to handle greed. Greed is not just when you are thinking, no, it's more than that. It starts with the desire. Okay, look at the scripture. What this guy was just saying that Jesus told my brother to give him my own estate. And Jesus is telling him that he should guard against every greed. Ah! For you, my life, this is his own. <laughs> of course, I know th- th- there's something about the word of God that it will it takes you to a dimension you won't know. You just be smiling and laughing. This stuff is his own. It's not that um, it's not his own. He's trying to get it to acquire. No, it is his own. They, they said there is their father's estate. Is their father's estate 
that he left for them and they sent the brother to share their estate with him the bible never recorded that he has enough that he doesn't need he said he has the right to it but jesus is telling him to guard against every greed to tell you that greed is not just what you see on the surface greed is not just what we think that it is it is deeper than that he said life is not measured by what you own I don't know whether I get that part. Let me repeat it again. Life is not measured by what you own. My wife, my husband, my children, my car, my house, my belly button, <laughs> my six packs, my business, my company, my job my salary <laughs> my hard earned money <laughs> this is not about what you own one of the ways to actually overcome greed is not to own anything the house you built is not your own you come to the point that said oh i have a house and i share with and i, I and my wife or my wife and I with the children we stay in this house and all that we have this house but you're not saying it's yours because you're going to leave it and the children is going to come after <laughs> you're going to come after the liberty I, I, I pray this prayer every time when I'm praying for my daughter I say father Help your daughter to know you more. I am just a steward. The earthly father is a steward to these children. That's why we we'll do all our rules and regulations. And they will find themselves still doing what you don't have control over. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Excuse me. And we are steward here on earth to fulfill the path, the power and the dimension of God in our lives. We have to come to the place that we are not owning anything. Anything, any single thing, it is not our own. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So greed is a law of things. You have to first of all denounce that it is my own. That's why you you hardly catch me with the phrase "my car." My, you you will be hearing our car. You will be hearing our house. You will be hearing our clothes. Even there some times, and uh, there were there were there were sometimes I I I had to force myself to use okay hi. It is always we, our. Because even though I did it all alone, I was still put out because I know the Holy Spirit is there with me, guiding me. So, if until you are able to come to that point, you cannot. That's even the first thing you need to cross before you said once before you can start dealing with greed. Then, chapter sixteen, Luke twelve. He said, then he told them a story. Hmm. We are there. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. Chapter 17, he said to himself, why, sh 
what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know, I will tear down my barns and build a bigger one. Then I will have room enough to store all my wheat and other good, other good things, other goods. Is this in your own listening? Let me read this place again. I want you to get this. Did this man, did this man do something that is wrong? Did this man, did he do something that is wrong? Is there, is there, is, is there an, an allegation we are meant to give him? Or is there anything that he has done that is wrong that I, we didn't see clearly? Then it not chapter 16. Then he told them a story. A rich man has a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, What should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I I know I will tear I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I will I will have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods i want to read it again and again maybe you should open your bible luke 12 13. luke 12 you read from verse 16 verse 16 to verse 18. verse 16 to verse 18. luke 12 i'm reading from new living translation read it again then he told them a story a rich man had a fatter farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, What should I do? I don't have rooms for all my crops. Then he said, I know I will tear down my barns and build a bigger one. Then I will have enough I will have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. There was nothing wrong in this. This is the expansion and the growth we all ask for that we need to create room to grow more and to have more right yes verse 19 he now said i will sit back and say to myself my friend you have enough stored away for years to come now take it easy eat drink and be merry is there still another thing wrong with that no then read verse 20 but god said to him you fool you will die this very night then we will get everything you have worked for. God is not a wicked God. But God understands process and understands the leading. Before it will get to that leading, it will guide us. It will ensure that it protects us not to fall into the ditch of the enemy. This man is doing expansion. This man is trying to get to the point in his life that he doesn't need to worry about anything. Is that not the same thing you are doing? (laughs) Is that not the same thing you are doing? You want to have everything that you think you will need for the next hundred years so that you can wake up every day and not worry about anything. 
but God knows too much. That's why the Bible told us that no man can walk with God without faith. You can't please God without faith. Because God knows too much than you are aware of. Why does he know too much? The moment we can trust in the things than in him, then we are falling into the traps of the enemy. Because in the things you are trusting in, is the enemy hidden. When the enemy is going to appear to Adam and Eve, he came in the form of a serpent. Whatever it is you are trusting over God, is where the enemy is hidden. God doesn't say we should not have expansion, but we should not trust in them. Matose Calabrano shatter. Your true riches began to grow the very day you start trusting in God more than the things you can see, more than the things that is around you, more than the houses and the estates, more than the cars, more than the 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 the, the luxury, more than needs. That is when you start enjoying true riches when your faith is in god even though these things are around you but you are still saying i don't have trust in this i'm going to walk till don't let me just use my statement hear the word of jesus he said now is the time to walk he said because the night coming when no man can walk he said it's about doing his father's business those are the statements of jesus so at that point we are not believing or trusting that the only essence we came to the head is to eat drink and be merry when souls of men are dying and i'm not saying everyone should be a pastor right now but i'm saying that when at that point you're working for fulfillment in that office you are working god gave you a job god gave you a platform but people that are there how is your relationship with them how are you what are you telling them? What are you discussing? What did they know you as? Your result, when they come to ask you, don't you tell them that, well, um, well, I'm, I go to church, I'm a believer, this, I, I, I didn't really do anything specific, it's God. They say, well, this is your God that you only say and all that. But every Wednesday, they've seen you that, oh, I, you are going to Bible study, yes. On Sunday, you went to, okay, and you are a part of them. Something about you keep telling them that they need to submit to a higher power without even you speaking and that's the same reason why you're still walking because it gives you joy to see many come to christ let's read 21 of luke 12. he said yes a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth but not have a rich relationship with God. After everything you have, everything, you don't have a relationship with God, then what is the essence? Because the word, the system in the world right now on earth can make you to get to a point that all you see is the Mary, eat, drink, and be merry. Can be the sole reason why you are working seven to seven every day. 
can be the sole reason why you're building a business empire can be the sole reason why you are sweating you are going through all you are going through to come to the point in your life that all you do is what eat drink and be merry no relationship with god god what are you telling me i know i've built a way to a certain level and the Holy Spirit said, you need to give 50% out because there are some people in Namibia that are suffering. There's somebody in Libya that need this so that they can be able to get out of this and that. And they say, yes, sir, I'm at your service. That is true riches. Every riches that does not have relationship with God is not a true riches. Any riches, any riches, any riches that does not align you with the love of God is not true riches. And I need to stop here today. I, I want to say more, but I need to stop here today because someone that is listening to me now needs to come to know Jesus Christ because all the riches you are running after without Jesus, they are all false riches. I want you to come to Jesus today. I want you to confess your sin to him. I want you to I want you to let him to come into your life. I know you are asking me, DJ, this Jesus you're talking about, I don't know him. And I want to lead you to him. It takes a believing heart and a confession, and you will know him. So I want you to say this word after me. Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart. And I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and king come into my life today be my lord and my savior in jesus name i pray amen if you pray that prayer with me today the hold of sin is broken over your life in the mighty name of jesus i wanted to go to that link on our podcast and go to our facebook page and i have a teaching for you and i have a welcome note for you and also our team has actually built up different materials to ensure that it keeps aligning you to the thoughts and the pattern of Jesus, Holy Spirit and the Father in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So I pray for someone now that is having uh, uh, an internal disease and uh, I'm saying God healing you. And I see someone crying like you're crying a baby or you're crying like a morning or something. I don't know whether the baby's dead or maybe you're going through some stuff okay that it's not giving you the room to actually being able to care for your baby the way you want to care for. I see God turning your sorrow to joy. I see him turning your mourning to joy in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So thank you till we come your way next time. Bye.